Hi everyone, welcome. This is Light and Life. I'm Ifiolua Apegune. All glory to God for another opportunity is giving you and I to be able to come again to listen to his word. And do not forget, Light and Life is a platform where you can have a summary of the Nigerian Baptist Sunday School lessons ahead of Sunday. I especially want to appreciate everyone listening who are not Baptist member. But then I pray that the Lord will continue to enrich you with the knowledge of his word in Jesus' name. Amen. Throughout this month, our focus is on the theme, the prophets proclaim God's power. And for 11th June 2023, the topic before us for Sunday is God's kingdom of praise. God's kingdom of praise. We are going to continue our study from the same book of prophet Isaiah, which we have it from for last week. I mean, for last Sunday. And then this time around, it will be taken from the book of Isaiah 65, verses 17 to 25. From here again, we are seeing God bringing a concern of his ways, his nature to us as human. A God who is ever merciful, who if we have to go by human, you know, reactions and human disposition to things. We as human beings, or let me say sinners, rebellious and disobedient, disloyal children do not deserve to receive mercy or for him to turn favorably at us in any way to promise restoration and redemption. But then from where we'll be reading from today, we are seeing God living to bring to us a promise of a new heaven and a new earth, a promise of a better experience, a promise of an, an opposite to whatever might be the situation of our life presently and even the situation of the world presently, bringing unto us a promise of a future that is better off, that is opposite, and it's a glorious one that is bringing this concern of a new kingdom, a kingdom of God that is of praise. And a, a life that for us, it is a life for joy, a life that is reflecting gladness, a life that is bringing unto us a new experience for whatever might be the suffering, the wailing, the pain, the agony that we might have faced in the world or we are faced with even right now. As this lesson is coming, I pray that the Almighty God would help you and I, that we may be able to pick what He wants us to pick and understand His mind in Jesus' name. Amen. Quickly to our golden text, which is from the book of Isaiah, chapter 65, verse 18. It reads us, But be glad and rejoice forever in what I will create, for I will create Jerusalem to be a delight, and its people a joy. Let us pray. Father, we acknowledge your holy name for a privilege you are giving unto you. us again to learn from you. Thank you, Holy Spirit, because you are the great teacher, Lord. We commit our ways before you. That, Lord, today you will bring your word to us clearly. And you will help us to act accordingly, holding unto your promises and remain with you forever. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. We have prayed. Amen. Our lesson is coming in two parts. But then I also want to say this to us, that if it is God, I mean, in judgment of the life that you are living, of the life that I am living right now, if he is to come, 
what will be his judgment for you, for me. And then, if God is also coming to reward in whatever condition that our life is, are we fit to receive a pleasant reward from him? This is also the state of the Israelite. Do not forget, they have always been a rebellious nation. That even for what God would do, whenever they are at the other end of pain, of the of result of their disobedience is always a point of contemplation if we have to bring it to an earthly feeling but then god is always doing something extending his love and always beckoning on them for a change of heart and this is also one very important thing that you and i must be able to take our resolution upon if we will be able to enjoy the good part of god if we will be able to enjoy the promises of God and it will stay upon our head, God expects that we will turn from our ways and we will turn to him completely so that he can as well respond to us on a favorable ground and brings a total restoration to us. We go now to the first part of the lesson that says the promise to do a new thing. Let us read the book of Isaiah chapter 65 verse 17 to 19. From here we can see God helping prophet Isaiah to picture what he is having in mind for his own children. I mean for their future. And you see here that we are talking of God's children. The children of God who has been able to understand the place of God in their life. Or children of God who has been able to understand that no, sin will always be in a separation between them and God. And the best they could do to continue in relationship with God is to desist from sin, from disobedience, from disloyalty. And until then, God would always be far away. But if they can't be able to, then God would be closer. And here God is bringing a promise unto his own children, those who have been able to acknowledge the place of God, even in the midst of their problem, in the midst of their suffering. God is saying that there will be a future that is characterized by a restoration of a new heaven and a new heart. And when God is saying this, he is trying to bring a meaning and understanding that God will do a new thing. New thing that the people will be able to have contrary to the experience they are faced with even right now. The experience has been of a difficult one. Are you also in that difficult moment right now? Are you suffering? Are you in pain and agony? Are you being faced with the consequences of your sin? But then you have been able to make your way right with God. God is saying also that he is going to do a new thing. God is not leaving you alone. God is not allowing you to be consumed and to be destroyed by the enemy. He is not allowing the grip of sin to put you up totally to captivity. He is bringing his restoration. And this restoration is characterized by God ready to do a new thing in your life. And then this new thing is one that God will do in such a way that you will not even remember your pain. You will not even remember where you were before now, what it is right now even with you. But God is telling us of a future, a time when it will come and he is bringing restoration, a time when he is reversing everything and is making all things new so that the former thing will be over and then there is a, a, a presence 
of something new something new and a reason for you and i to rejoice a reason for you and i to be glad this is what the lord is doing and here the lord makes it clear that jerusalem will be a delight and the people a joy that is also what the lord is said to do in your life you will become your, your dwelling will become a delight for as many people who might have seen you in your own state of ruin or who might have seen you even at, like an house outcast or who had seen you like someone who cannot even rise again you know you have been deserted you have been forgotten and forsaken but god is saying you will be a delight and again the lord is saying i mean your dwelling will be a de- de- delight your land will be a delight and the lord is saying that for you as a person you will be a joy meaning that everything that will flow around you everything that will come out of your life will be reflecting joy will be reflecting newness of experience and this is what god is doing unto his own again the lord is making it clear that there will be joy in jerusalem aside of weeping aside of the wailing the mourning you know what it is that you also have have experience what it is that has been said of you what it is that the situation you you faced you had made a turn of your life but god is saying concerning you concerning your land that he is going to bring it up and you will become a joy and this is saying also that the past pain the mystery the agony all that you have been faced with will be forgotten and that the wailing will be over and you will become the God the city of God I mean your dwelling will become the place of God and you will become God's people but mind you is disobedience our disobedience is always what brings to us all of this that is so unpleasant and unfavorable but then if we can turn our way to the lord because this becomes the yardstick this becomes what the lord has been longing and waiting to to make to see with us when he can see this with our life he would definitely ensure that restoration comes to us in total it is not just a partial one so we also need to know that god in mercy is promising us a new thing is promising to give us joy and gladness in replacement of the weeping the wailing because god will look unto you favorably again i want us to also take note of it i don't know what it is with your life before now or what it is even right now but then god is bringing this to you saying that there is a future for you there is a future of a new experience that the former thing will be over and everything will be made new to you but then for you but then you have to really believe this God and turn to him in obedience in submission until then it will not happen so please stop wasting your time stop wasting your life this is what God is saying to you and I we really really have to turn to him in complete obedience and then believing that he that has promised will definitely do as he had said God is still working till today and is promising us a new thing, a new thing. Don't write off your life already. The Lord is still just by your side. He's very close. You just have to be conscious of this and respond to him as he wants you. To see him as a father, as your savior, 
and all that you can ever be. I pray that as we respond this to the Lord, He will help us and He will restore our lives completely in Jesus' name. Amen. The second part of the lesson says, Blessing in the new earth. As we take this part, please, I just quickly want to tell us that do not mind the background noise, please. Just uh, bear with me. It's just the environment where I'm recording. I pray that the understanding of the word of God as is coming is it will be enriched in our heart in Jesus' name. Amen. The second part, let's open to the book of Isaiah 65, verse 20. Um, we're taking it from verse 20 to 25. Yes, the blessings, blessings in the new earth. Uh, I want us to understand this also that in affliction, God' ultimate concern, what is always in the heart of God, is always to make sure that His own are totally restored. The provision that He's always making is that He's always doing it. He's even making it like let me say ahead of time. He had made it available. It's just for you and I to know that we, like I rounded up the first part, to make us, we must be conscious that he's still with us. He's there. He just need us to turn to him. You know, when you turn to him, you will, you will just see that ah, he hasn't gone. But then, most of us, we, we, in the world, we find ourselves by the situations that comes our way or by the sins some had been put themselves away. We learn to live in guilt and we learn to even come condemning ourselves and listening to the noise out there from the people, but from the devil most especially. But then God is saying, hear me, I am the Lord who is ready and always in, in, in that point. In that composition of restoring life and God is saying also to you today that he's ready to restore you and from here we see the Lord declaring promises unto the Israelites which is also for you and I the Lord is saying there shall be no more debt for inf for for infant at a tender age the Lord is saying that the everyone even from the child from childhood they will grow even to full life I mean to full age again the Lord is saying there shall be renewal of, of, of age I mean of years of age for the aged that such that their strength will be renewed when it seems as if they are getting older and it's looking more like it's an hand for them the Lord is saying that their strength will always be renewed. Again, we are seeing the Lord promising that there will be peace uh, such that the people will be able to build their own house. You know, their houses, they will live therein. It will not be inhabited by another person. They will be the one to dwell therein. Again, the Lord is promising that they will plant and they will enjoy their harvest. The Lord is saying again, there will be longevity of life for his own children. And the, the adverse here is that for as many who are not got children, there will always be, yes, longevity of life, but in pain, in agony. But the Lord is saying for his own, they will plant and enjoy harvest. They will build house, they will dwell therein in peace the lord is also at work to ensure that whatever they work on i mean they engage themselves in will be successful you bless the work of their hand and their children will not suffer disaster no longer will their children be displaced or be harmed in the process and the wrap and the final of it is that the lord is okay second to the last the lord is also promising that he would make sure that he gives answers to their prayer that even when 
it says before they call i will answer that is in verse 24 while they yet speaking i will hear so this is the promise of god to his own children and finally the lord is saying that they would be able to have the wolf the lamp and snake even uh to do they may dwell they may dwell around them but they will not be able to to harm them this is the promise of the lord that the lord is ensuring that they shall fit together but none will be able to harm them and uh, i also want to tell us that we are in a world that is characterized by a lot of things a lot of things that has made even life so difficult is it the incessant killing is it the kidnapping is it the corruption the wickedness in the heart of men you know all that has been happening in the world is not given unto us the peace the security that we can ever wished or even desire but then the lord is promising that in this new art that he's going to make to happen that he would ensure that all things is made right and this can only happen in christ jesus and it is happening in its second coming when the lord will restore all things and the reign of our lord jesus christ will be upon the head for at, at, at for an hundred uh, uh for a thousand year this is the promise of god for his own children and for us even till now even before the coming of the lord the lord is at work for his own children we just have to believe in him we just have to turn to him and believe that he will surely keep us in peace in safety and in security in as much as we can trust in him beyond this heart the lord is promising unto us an eternity where we will be dwelling in peace and no longer will anything on earth becomes an enemy enmity unto us or will be able to overpower us because in his kingdom it is a kingdom of praise and that is one thing we must know that in the midst of the wolf of serpent that we are dwelling with in this world as children of god which undisputably we will continue to have them in our in our, our environment or we we'll always have them amidst us the lord is saying that he will keep us the lord is saying that he will sustain us even when we are faced with pain with agony the lord is saying he will come for our total restoration and this is our old as children of god i'm encouraging you also never to look back never to look down on yourself but to be courageous in the lord and stay strongly in this promise that the lord is bringing to you and i today let us know that there is this kingdom of god is a kingdom of praise we will no, no longer have weeping mourning wailing but then it will be a kingdom where we will worship the lord that is our desire and nothing must take it away from us I pray that as we journey in this world, the Lord will sustain us and will take us all in Jesus' name. We've come to the end of the lesson, wishing us all a glorious service ahead of Sunday. The Lord bless you. It is well with us in Jesus' name. Amen. Bye, everyone. The Lord bless you.